Welcome to Critical Blues Reviews. I'm your host, Critical. Please, listeners out there, please continue to make me last by giving listener support to the podcast. I appreciate everyone that's passing me out there and letting everyone hear the podcast. And also, shout out to the folks that's actually giving donations. Yeah, I really appreciate your ears. So, yeah. Well, it's funny. Some might be thinking that I'm by myself. I'm actually not. Nikki's here. She's knocked out. Funny story. So I was supposed to watch A Quiet Place 2. A Quiet Place Part 2, actually. That came out about a week ago. So at the time, Nikki, she was out of town for her birthday, celebrating her, you know, Puerto Rico, doing her thing. So, you know, salute to you, Nikki, while she's sleeping. And she was supposed to actually tell you exactly what happened on her trip. Now, we're going to get back to that story later. So what ended up happening is it took me so long because I watched it. And then the next day I put out, uh, you hear a snoring back there? So, yeah. So I put out a, uh, a coming soon. I put out a coming soon to let you guys know that, you know, I was going to drop the the podcast the problem was they started like overworking me at the jobs. I started working a lot of overtime. And so I ended up just not able to complete the podcast or even start the podcast. And one particular time I got ready, ready to start the podcast. So a friend of mine at the job called me and was like, hey, what are you up to? I'm like, oh, I'm about to go ahead and do this podcast real quick. He was like, oh, okay, you know you're supposed to be at work, right? And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, man, you work, got a six to six. So they've been killing me with the six to sixes. And so when I finally got my day off to do the podcast, Nikki came over, we uh, watched the movie. We watched the movie and she said she didn't like the first one anyway. So she fell asleep at the be- well. I watched. She watched the beginning of a quiet. Well, the movie we're about to get into. She watched the beginning and fell asleep on the rest. So she's over there snoring. You're gonna probably hear her snoring in a little minute. So I was like, "Hey, you want to at least explain? You know, your trip to Puerto Rico." She couldn't even do that. So anyway, you hear her snoring in the background. So I did want to talk about some things that are happening in the film industry. Some rumors. 
Yes, uh, good day, Mr. Critical. Of course, everyone. Good day to you all. You all know who this is. It's your friendly host, Oob. And if you would like, since, uh, Dumber, or I, no, actually, you're Dumber. She's dumb and you're Dumber. Since Dumb doesn't want to participate in the podcast, I can help you out. How's that sound? Wait a minute. Who Who's that? Oh, man, I'm so... So this is that voice I'm always hearing. That Oob voice. Okay. All right. So Nikki is knocked out on the couch and now I'm hearing voices again. You're the 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 voice that's always interrupting all my podcasts. <sighs> I am I just going mad? Am I going crazy? And, and and what's up with all the insults, man? Like you always talking about dumb and dumber, you know what I mean? You acting all high and mighty. You know what I mean? Like you're just a voice. You don't even have a body. You know what I'm saying? So let's let's cut the BS. You know what I mean? And please be gone. No, I don't need your help. You know what I mean? You're not going to insult me and then try to ask to help me out. You know what I mean? You're not. That's that's not going to go down. All right. So 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 be gone. I, I got this. I got the news. OK, I'm you know, I got this. Well, I understand your your uh, your pushback. I mean, I just call it as it is. I see you as dumb or dumber, excuse me, and I see her as dumb. I mean, that's just how I see things. But hey, you know, it is what it is. Now, either I am going to do the news or I'm going to do the full podcast. I am in full control now. You thought Blue was something. (laughs) Oh, well, let's, let's, let's not mention his name. But yeah, we don't want him to come through. But yes, I'm in full control. And I am actually, I was being nice. I actually was being nice. And I was going to let you just do the, the full body work while I do the news. So either take it or leave it. Either I or you will do the full podcast or I do the news. It's up to you, my friend. So give me your answer. Wait, wait. So you're just going to come in here and bully me out of the out of my own podcast? Nah, that's not going to work. You know what I mean? I, I just hope that Nikki doesn't wake up and see that I'm talking to myself. <laughs> but... Listen, 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 listen. All right. You know what? Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. You know what I mean? You've you've actually drugged me before, which is very illegal. You know, you you tried to allegedly Cosby me, but you know, it, I'm I'm not really I'm not really down for that, man. And you know what? Oh, fine. Fine. You want to do the news? I'll let you do the news. Oob. You, whatever the hell your name is, take it away. All right? Take it away. Great choice, Mr. Know, that I, know, know What I Mean. And the name is Yub. Okay? And so, let's begin the news. So, now, just to give you a heads up what's going on in Marvel, come to find out Marvel reprimands Taika Waititi, the gentleman who's bringing you Thor Love and Thunder, and who brought you Thor Ragnarok. He's actually in a little bit of hot water, which I don't know why, I think. You know, just three adults doing their thing. So it comes to find out that Rita Ora, who is Taika Waititi's girlfriend, Taika Waititi and Tessa Thompson were caught doing a threesome kiss. So I guess the paparazzi was kind of spying on them and they took pictures. And so they caught them doing three-way kissing. Like everybody was just kissing each other. I I don't know if because of COVID, that's why Marvel was bugging. But yeah, they actually felt some type of way about this three-way kiss that is none of Marvel's business. I mean, if they have threesomes, I mean, you know, salute to Taika, you know, salute to Taika, having Rita Ora and 
and Tessa Thompson. Oh man, that's that's that's. Hey, salute. I, I think it's jealousy. I think Marvel is jealous. You know, and that, it could be the fact that you know it's the wrong month to to, to show any type of heterosexual energy. Even though Rita Ora and Tessa Thompson, I believe Tessa Thompson, she's lesbian. I believe that's what the word is allegedly. Uh, shout out to Kwame Brown. But yeah, so I I I don't know. Maybe I'm jumping the gun by saying that, but I don't see why that's any of anyone's business and why that should be a problem. If two, three people, three grown adults, want to kiss on each other, that's fine. You know, it's not like they're having a three-way sex on the balcony. They were just drinking their whatever beverage they have in their glass while they tongue each other or kiss each other. We, we, we didn't really see any tongue. It didn't really get that serious. And to my 80s babies, um, I don't know if you want to take this as good news or bad news. There was a film that came out in 1984 that you all might be familiar with. Actually, an, an adaptation film from Stephen King's books, The Firestarter. The Firestarter has a reboot that's coming, so... Hooray, if you're interested in that. And just to kind of give you insight, the original Firestarter was directed by Mark L. Lester and also starred David Keefe, Freddie Jones, Heather Locklear, Martin Sheen, and George C. Scott. Now, the movie was not a massive success. It grossed about $19 million against a $12 million budget and garnering a so-so reviews. One of, But Stephen King's novels have been plundered with increasingly frequency for movies in the last few years with Gerald's Game, In the Tall Grass, Children of the Corn, Pet Cemetery, It, Chapter 1 and 2, and Dr. Sleep, all coming since 2017. And that doesn't include the Stephen King TV series and miniseries shows, uh, I believe. Um, what was it called? The... What was that show called? The Stand. Now, the cast of the new Firestarter also includes Zac Efron and Michael Greyeyes. The film is being directed by Keith Thomas for Universal and Blumhouse. Production began in Toronto last week and is expected to continue through the summer. It does not have an official release date as of yet, but, you know, that's something to look forward to. So, for those who are big fans of the adaptations from Stephen King, you have another adaptation coming. So, to all my moviegoers... Well, this is why I call Critical Dumber. This is why I call you Dumber, Critical, um, since you're here. So, A Quiet Place. Yeah, I'm going to say the name. For some reason, he doesn't want to say the name. Like, like it's in the title. Everybody knows that you're going to present A Quiet Place, part two, as a matter of fact. So, I'm going to say it. A Quiet Place, part two. Okay, now, just to kind of let you guys know that A Quiet Place, part two has the biggest opening weekend of the pandemic. Isn't that amazing? So, in an encouraging sign for moviegoers and for movie theaters and the film industry at large, A Quiet Place 2 scored a huge opening weekend for the Memorial Day holiday. The film, the sequel to John Krasinski's popular horror thriller, grossed $47.4 million from Friday to Sunday, with an estimate of the estimated $57 million for the full four-day weekend. That easily breaks the previous opening weekend during the coronavirus pandemic, which was set back in April by Godzilla vs. Kong. It earned $32.2 million in its opening weekend. One difference between the two films, besides the generally improving vaccination rates around the country, is that Godzilla vs. Kong debuted simultaneously in theaters and on HBO Max, while A Quiet Place Part 2 is an executive exclusive theatrical release for the next 45 days. The day and date release could explain why the other big title of the weekend, Disney Cruella, de debuted with just $21.3 million over the weekend. Now, while the movie, a live-action prequel to 101 Dalmatians, played in nearly 4,000 theaters around the United States, it was also available to Disney Plus subscribers willing to pay a 30 premiere access fee. So, hey, you know, seems like the movie business is going up. Everybody who jumped on board the films for investing who invested in many, for those who have invested in many different films, uh, theaters, it seems like, uh, you're going to be paying off. Things are going to be paying off for you. So, yeah, so this is going to be, this is, this is good news for the films and theaters. So, I cannot wait to, to go back to the movie theater, especially to see Candyman. I can't wait for Candyman to come out. I just hope that people don't start going to the movie theaters by the time Candyman comes out, because I've been going to the theaters, um, I've been hitching, hitching a ride, of course, and... While, you know, I was there, I noticed it was very few people that was there. It was very spaced out, and that's how I like it. I, don't, I, do not want, <laughs> I do not want it to catch on, you know what I'm saying? But hey, I'm a selfish guy. It is what it is. Now, that is all for your oob news. So, take it away, dumber. Fuck you, you piece of shit. Oh, oh I'm so sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. Um, <clears throat> excuse me.
Today, we're going to be reviewing A Quiet Place Part 2. Now, A Quiet Place Part 2 was supposed to come out in 2020, but of course, because of the COVID situation, it was pushed back. So this film came out May 28th of 2021. And the director for this film, you have John Krasinski. You might have seen his work with the Hollers. He did three episodes from The Office. That's where most people probably seen John Krasinski from, The Office. You have Scott Beck, who wrote Haunt, Nightlight, and also the original Quiet Place. Now, the logline for this film, in a post-apocalyptic alien invasion, an exhausted family is in search of more survivors. Their hopes is to make new friends while avoiding enemies during the alien takeover. Now, the characters for this film, you have Evelyn Abbott, played by Emily Blunt. You might have seen her on Edge of Tomorrow, Mary Poppins Returns, and she has a new film with The Rock that'll be coming out called The Jungle Cruise. So we'll see how that uh, turns out. You know, it, I don't know. Also, you have Lee Abbott, played by John Krasinski. As I mentioned earlier, you've seen him in The Office and Detroit. You have Reagan Abbott, played by Millicent Simmons. She was in The Close and Wonderstruck. And just to let you know, she is, like a lot of people think that that's a role that death. She is the guy who they have been promoting, and I don't know why, Digimon Hanso, who also had, who didn't have a, well, who had a role in Guardians of the Galaxy, Amistad, and Black Diamond. Now, the story is about a family who dips from their exposed hideout to find shelter and people elsewhere while trying to be quiet as fuck. All right. So, yeah, just just like I, how I stated it, they dip, which was kind of weird, because if you watch the original, there were more creatures at the end of the original. Once they figure out how to kill their first, I call them Stevie Wonders, and I'll get back to that later. But when they find out how to kill their first creature, what ends up happening is they attract more of those creatures. And that's how it ends. There you see the creatures, I think it's two of them that comes running toward the direction at the end of part one. But at the beginning of part two, there's no signs of them. It's like it never happened. So I figured they would have watched the ending or watched the movie to know how they would want to start this film. You know, that that's kind of weird. Um, anyway, they find a hideout. Um, of course, they're injured. They're, they're injured. They're probably dehydrated, tired, and they need to be dumbasses basically and just be out in the open because the story needed to progress and well what i'm referring to it was just situations that really didn't need to happen i guess i get you know the bravery but in reality folks wouldn't have lasted that long at all because the person that's being brave is actually someone who's a liability so yeah and it was just a lot of 
you know, they, they picked the interest. They pick interesting characters to survive because all of them were liabilities. You know, just about every single one of them. Maybe the mother isn't a liability, but majority of them, they are. No matter how smart they are. So, anyway, the characters they have moments where their stories do split, introducing a new conflict affecting each character. So, I, I guess that that was pretty cool. It was cool. Uh, it, it was I, I didn't it was one storyline I kind of felt was a little it, it was unnecessary it was kind of stupid it made the character look stupid made you question the character and it was like wow you're so stupid but everybody else it made sense like you know one person had to get uh, I'll say medical supplies I'm not going to go fully and say I don't think it, it hinders the movie but I would say necessities. I should should have said that. They go out to get necessities. And another person or another character has an idea to basically stop these creatures on a larger scale. And But that's the thing. All liabilities. And then one person is just stupid. So yeah, that's what I meant by, you know, that's the new... The new conflicts that were affecting each character and then all of a sudden the movie just ended you know and and it, at that moment <laughs> you could be drinking looking down you know uh, hopefully you didn't go to the bathroom because you're gonna be very disappointed but it, it, it'll just be over you'll look up and you'll see the you'll see the end credits and you're like what the hell just happened what did i miss how did this movie just end did they fast forward this movie like what the heck happened so anyway let's go ahead and get to my likes for this film i felt like the film had a great opener great and a great teaser it it let us know a lot of information i'll say that much i did like the song coding that was in this film like it kind of had a message if you can think back where i some of you probably who studied slavery you know when you had the slaves they would give coded messages in their songs you know and to notify others to escape. I felt like that was pretty interesting. That was somewhat used. Actually, it was used in its own way. And I I thought that was pretty cool. Dope train visuals. I think that visual, that train was really good. Silence makes the jump scares more effective because it's quiet at certain moments. Like a lot of of the movie is quiet, just like in the original. I feel like the original might be a little a little more quiet than this one. Uh, it, actually, yeah, I, I do agree. I, I think that the original movie was more quiet. This one had more dialogue, I feel, because I didn't feel like it was that quiet at all, to be honest. It was more quiet than the average movie, of course, but it wasn't more quiet or equal to the original film. The space shuttle toy Easter egg from the original. That was a great Easter egg. The acting was pretty good. The bear trap screen was crazy. The alcohol scene. Yo, Money did his thing. What's his name? Jupe. Noah Jupe. And also Millie. She did. She did really good too. Uh, you definitely enjoyed the actors. The acting, the suspenseful moments kept you gasping for air, like a sonic on a water level. I mean, it was straight up, you know how the level song goes. 
the flashbacks was informative new weaknesses i'll just put it that way the baby's name should be the origin was meth as hell i definitely like the origin yeah i felt like we can't say dope as hell because dope such a 80s 90s word i think we just say it was meth as hell (laughs) and my dislikes if you have babies dogs or a bag of chips you will not survive this movie i mean they had a damn baby they had a damn baby in this movie like they should not have survived like that would be since you don't have blood in this film just show them snatch the baby up you just feel bad for the baby because that baby is not going to survive unless you're just somewhere where there isn't any movement you're not going to survive this film with a baby or a bag of chips and you know dogs are just stupid dogs will sit around if you have a dog you're a dumbass like like basically what you're going to have to do is use your dogs as as diversions and and it's all, I think a lot of people are going to be using babies as kangaroos, like how kangaroos do. Because for those who don't know, when a kangaroo is trying to get away, what they'll do is they can pop that baby kangaroo out of that out of that pouch to, to, to go faster, and um, so whatever that's chasing them will grab the baby. You know, you know they can always make a baby. I, that's the more logical thing, like. Emo, when you have emotions, of course, it's going to tie you to the child. And you're going to be like, I'm a, you know, we're all going to just die. You know what I mean? But, you know, kangaroos, they'll just pop the baby out and keep on hopping away. And the prey will go after the king, baby kangaroo. I feel like it would be a lot of that. I feel it would be a lot if this was real. There would be a lot of, of people being kangaroos and popping or leaving their baby to, to scream and cry. Or even that kid that's going to ask a whole bunch of questions while you're telling them to be quiet. There's going to be a lot of people leaving that baby there. You know, just what it is. At first, at first, it's not going to be that, of course. People are going to start dying with their kid and their child. But after a while, they're going to, it's, it's going to be to the point where they're going to, when a parent is going to be unwanted pregnancies, possibly. Because, I mean, who's going to have time to go to the store and, you know and and get condoms and interesting enough you're actually having sex or invasion you know what i'm saying so that that's that's going that's interesting but yeah but but i think after a while a lot of people start leaving their kids and if you have a bag of chips you're screwed if like you live by a doritos factory or wise chips i i think wise chips might be out of style i don't know if they um doritos and with Pringles, <laughs> you know, all of those places, and that's that's what you're eating. Oh, you about to, you're you're gonna die. And also, you can see the green screen in the background of Reagan's head when she was on the tower. I, I thought that was a little, that was a little poor. You know what I mean? I was like, eh, I can see the green screen. I know it's a green screen behind her. It would be nice if it wasn't, but you know, she's a little girl on a on a big ass tower. So, yeah. And my thing is too, like with these creatures, can't they hear crickets? Like, I don't like that's my thing with with these creatures, because they 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 say they're hunting the humans, but they're not. I mean they're hunting them. But my thing is I thought when you hunt, you well, I, I okay. You're not when you hunt, I don't think the definition is actually to hunt for food. 
it they are hunting the creatures because they they may not be hunting for food but they are hunting for sport i assume at first i thought they just didn't like noise like like they're like hey i'm gonna come into your shit to tell you you need to shut the fuck up shut the fuck up shut the fuck up you know and they just slash you to death while telling you to shut the fuck up you know what i mean so i i kind of <laughs> that's what i thought at first now you know it's kind of like i don't know because you hear crickets and i figure that they should be just running around the fields just wilding out you know what i'm saying because of sound that's that you know so did i mess that up no i actually thought that they didn't like sound that's what i thought at first now i'm starting to think that they're just hunting for sport like i hear a noise i know it's something that's living so I'm a, but then again they still should hunt crickets I, I can't see why they're not hunting crit, crickets they're making a noise and it's a living thing you know what I mean so yeah so I, that's definitely a dislike would a deaf girl wander off I don't know I mean I, she's such a liability because she has no advantage there's no advantage in what she's trying to do like I understand what she is trying to do but to navigate to go on that hero's journey she can't go on that journey by herself unless there's something some type of advantage she can have to avoid certain situations you know what i mean because it's not like she can sense them you know so and i don't understand why people are moving about in dangerous environments without a plan you know it's just if they just just doing stuff like there's no plan there's no like sit down it's like we're just gonna do things especially one character that kind of ticked me off i i didn't like that character i almost i didn't like the character but I, I just didn't like that character's decisions and in this situation like you can't be stupid or audience point of view i felt like the character was stupid you know the way it was written not critiquing the writing but more so just looking at the story for what it is. That is a stupid character. <laughs> the movie ended like a TV series. That was a new episode coming on next week. Like, that's how it ended. It ended like when I go to the movies tomorrow, there's going to be... Wait, going to be a what? Motherfucker, are you on meth? Yo, finish your statement. Uh, anyway, I, I assume that you're referring to like being, you know, uh, what? Shit, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. But I, I, I assume that you're referring to a TV series where the next week, you know what I mean, the following week, you will catch the rest of A Quiet Place Part 2. That's what I'm assuming. God damn, Dumber. I wasn't feeling the new villain fake out. I, I wasn't, you know, in the trailer, they kind of said a quote, and I might use it at the beginning. I might use it at the beginning of the podcast. But there's no blood okay there's no blood and also as i mentioned before there's not a good continuation from the first movie like i said there are two creatures two creatures i call them stevie wonder aliens or the wonder creatures they're two wonder creatures and they didn't show them at the beginning of part two so that that was different and the the other my last and final dislike they killed also my thing is 
how did they know about the sensitive hearing of these creatures it's kind of suggested like of course you know in part one it makes sense because after your time you know you got time to experiment and stuff like that but in this first one it has no way anybody can know unless they, they they have an observatory stance where they get to observe the creature and see how the creature reacts and then they pick up on the creature's traits or they pick up on the, the creature's patterns. I felt like it's no way they could have done that in that first, you know, in that first, uh, in that, in the beginning. I, I, I can't see how unless like like unless like i said you have to be from an absorbatory point of view you know you gotta you gotta be from that pov to really understand how these creatures operate like there's no way you know you can just pick up on that and plus you're going to make noise when you're in you know dealing with terror you know not knowing that okay these creatures if you make noise these creatures are gonna want to come after me if you don't know that you're you know there's no way that you're not going to make noise unless you're dealing with a mute you know what I mean? Like if someone was mute and unable to speak, then that it kind of makes sense. But and even with the the girl, Millie, like who Millie uh, portrayed as, like some some deaf people actually make noises, and they don't even know they're making noises. You know what I mean? So I, I got, like I said, it, it was just a great story, but the recipe is disaster. The, the recipe is disastrous. You know what I'm saying? It's, you have a disaster recipe with these characters. You know, they're all liabilities. So, my MVPs for this story, I have to give it to the Stevie Wonder aliens. Or the Wonder Creatures. I have to give it to them. I mean, I was more at all with those characters than I was with the the um, standard characters for this film. And don't get me wrong, the acting was good. You know, it can be considered even be great. I, I mean, because, man, I mean, because, man, Noah Jude, I mean, he did his thing. But as for the characters, I mean, nothing really impressed me about the characters. I was more impressed with the Wonder Creatures. I really was. Some they some call it like what do you call them? Deaf angels. Sound like a rock band. That's not a bad name. <clears throat> but I rather call them wonder creatures. That's a little less than deaf angels. Now, my comparison for this film, I compare this film to Walking Dead. Somewhat. It had little Walking Dead moments. That's what the it was supposed to tease it, you know, the Walking Dead moments, but it didn't turn out too great. I think it was, it was, yeah, it kind of was a bust. And my other comparison, I compare this to Tremors, because remember with Tremors, Tremors felt your vibrations and off your vibrations, then it would attack you. So the rating for this film, I give this film an eight and a half infected people without a backstory that might get a spinoff. That's what I give this. So yeah, that is all for... A Quiet Place 2. So, Nikki, would you like to say anything before we sign off? <laughs> okay, she's she's just laying on the couch, scratching under her armpit. 
So, all right, folks, that is it for Critical Blue Reviews. And would you like to tell the folks your your Instagram or anything like that, Nikki? You gonna tell them bye? You're not gonna say bye? Tell them bye, they say bye. They can't see you, Nikki. Well, I don't know why you're waving. They can't see you. Just say bye. Say bye. Anyway. All right, folks. Well, I, I don't even know why she even came over here if she's not going to do a dog on podcast. Could at least say bye. But anyway. All right, folks. Thank you for listening. And that is my review on A Quiet Place. <sighs> Great job, dickhead. <laughs>